0: I'm Chris Lindstrom and this is the Food About Town Podcast. In episode 135 of the Food About Town Podcast, Chris Clemens from Exploring Upstate and Brian Van Etten from The Playhouse and Pizza Wizard came over to the studio to talk about NA drinks. We sampled nine different drinks during our podcast and it was a real good time. So, hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. Apologies for any background noise, I'm recording at a convention right now, but um, if you enjoyed the episode please. Uh, Let them know on social media. Uh, Exploring Upstate for Chris Clemens, And you can let uh, Brian Bennett know when you go to his restaurants. Also, um, for Curate, which is one of my other projects in Rochester, we have an event coming up on August 18th where you can buy tickets that support the Rochester Education Foundation. So go to curatemeals.com and buy your ticket for pickup or delivery and $5 from each purchase goes to the Rochester Education Foundation. Pickups at the historic German house. Thanks so much for listening, and enjoy this episode with Chris Clemens and Brian Van And we're back with another episode of the Food About Town podcast, and two guests in the studio. I guess we had two guests last time very briefly, but two guests in the studio talking about a topic that used to be very near and dear to my heart and now is a little bit separated so um guest one why don't you introduce yourself oh hey there i'm chris clemens oh hey there (laughs) hey now (laughs) wait a second hold on this this one's for you i got this i got this sound just for you chris um wait wait for it oh very nice (laughs) Pretty,
1: pretty, pretty good.
2: <laughs> All right. Guest number two. Why don't you introduce yourself? Hello. My name is Brian Van Etten. Oh, where where do people know you from, Mr. They, Brian? They may know me from Swill Burger and the Pizza Wizard.
0: Ah, the Pizza Wizard. <laughs> yes. Both located on... Uh, South
2: Clinton Avenue. Yeah. yeah.
0: With uh, no parking, from no what no I understand. <laughs>
2: proudly (laughs) proudly uh zero parking
0: no parking yep
2: (laughs) that's a stipulation whenever we look at a building yeah Yeah. is there parking yep oh fuck off (laughs) is
0: (laughs) is is there all the slightest modicum of parking that will annoy all the neighbors well
2: yes exactly exactly (laughs) i've been to multiple um Zoning board hearings where the neighbors have come out to complain about the am playhouse. Have they, yep. they really? Yeah, yeah. We needed a few zoning modifications, and we had a couple neighbors come out and say, "They're they're always parking in front of my driveway." <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> zoning board. Neighbors well, like to complain. Yes. Yeah. Th- this this
0: sounds so. This is this is a callback to a podcast long long ago. When uh, when the Playhouse first opened and we talked about parking and all sorts of exciting things. Um, and recently, if you want to hear more from Brian when we were talking about vegan cooking on uh, Connections, you should go listen to that episode. It was quite good. And if you want to hear more from Chris Clemens, you can listen to the you know, two or three dozen episodes we've done together <laughs> over the years. <laughs> I may have been on before. Yeah. It's um, been a while, though. It's really good to be back here.
1: It's good to be in person. It's cool to oh, yeah. you know be within six feet. Of
0: people. <laughs> yeah. No, it's great and uh, nice to have responsible people and all that all that jazz. But what we're here to talk about, speaking of responsible, we're here to talk about any drinks, which I used to drink lots of these kind of things when I didn't drink all the way up until I was 30. Now I'm working on an advanced spirits certification from the WSET. So I'll be coming at this from a little bit different angle than both of these guys. But uh, Chris, why don't you talk about why we're – why we're tasting NA stuff?
1: Yes, yeah, so I'm uh, I'm sober. Mm. Uh, I got s- sober at a fairly young age, and um, I, as I uh, got a little bit older and started hanging out with people, um, it, uh, uh, other folks were enjoying these really great new alcohol items and wines and going wine tasting. And uh, I I, I wouldn't say that I felt like I was missing out, but I also felt like that there was something else that I could potentially be enjoying. And I think when I really started getting interested in NA craft beverages was like seven or eight years ago when I was um, trying to find all of the NA craft beverages that were being made in the Finger Lakes. Uh, And I spent months driving around every single figure lake and going in every single winery and brewery and saying, do you have anything without alcohol? (laughs) And uh, and I realized, (laughs) not great. I will say (laughs) that I found more than I thought I was going to, which was real cool. But uh, over the last few years, uh, as all three of us know, there's been this influx of NA products, both on a local level and a a, a broader national um, wider level. Uh, And it's really exciting for me to see that people are starting to offer craft non-alcoholic options. So I'm excited to to talk about
2: it and to share it with other people.
0: Yeah. So Brian, you have a little bit I don't remember the exact path. I think we talked about it a long time ago. We might but-
2: have. It's a it's a similar story. Uh, working in restaurants, a lot of drinking and drugging. Yeah. And uh, 10 years ago, uh, enough was enough. Got sober. After, I mean, it, was, it wasn't a quick, easy you know turn the switch. Often uh, isn't. It, it was years of trying and failing and trying and failing. But ultimately, it stuck with the help of incredible family and friends. But I still remain committed to working in restaurants, and when you're in restaurants, very often you are surrounded by booze. Yeah, um, it's a it's it's a way to make money in a restaurant. So you, uh, it's hard to shy away from that, or to find a restaurant that doesn't serve booze because it can bring in a lot of people. So years went by, and I, you know, never touched. Na beverages or anything like that, but um, eventually I felt comfortable in with myself in my sobriety that I could try a non alcoholic beer. And when you went out and looked uh, six seven years ago, you had a few options. You had uh, some of the big wigs like uh, Jenny made an na, mm-hmm. and, I, and there was many summers when the Owl House was opening that um, Jenny na won a night was kind of my treat. Uh, there was a company called Caliber, who I believe is owned by Guinness.
0: Yeah, I remember when that came out. Yeah, yep.
2: Caliber. That was the winter beer for me, um, you know, stouty type beer. And uh, then, uh, you know, I kind of hung out in that fashion for a while, but drinking some NAs here and there. But uh, I think it was within the last couple of years, uh, I would say even more within the last year, I have been blown away by the varieties of larger brands uh, craft brewers, uh, kind of spirits makers, uh, just the vast amount of options that came out in the last year has, has baffled me. So when you start seeing these things around, you know, I got a little curious and started trying a bunch of them.
0: Yeah. And it's, uh, I mean, industry wide, especially in big cities, the, you know, sober, curious movement was. You know, really hit hard about two to three years ago, if I remember correctly, when it comes to trending, where you were starting to get whole bars that were, you know, NA essentially, but working in that same craft mentality, yep. you know, trying to use low, you know, fresh juices and botanicals and different products to make something interesting, which just like um, when we were talking about vegan stuff on the radio, it's the, you know, being able to accommodate guests where they don't feel talked down to with an N.A. product, right. because for a long time, most of them were not good. Right. Um, but now we've got a lot of things that are quite interesting.
1: There's a local place um, that I, I, I won't call out by name, but I remember I went to an event there. Uh, it was somebody's wedding, and I went up and I said, hey, would you be interested to the bartender? I said, would you be interested in making something without alcohol, like something creative and interesting? And to this day, it was probably five or six years ago, to this day I can remember the look. She gave me. And I just remember thinking like, "Oh, I suck. <laughs> I just made this person's life miserable, but honestly, she made me a drink that I loved. yeah, uh, and I've tried to recreate it since and have been able to, um, but uh, it was it was exciting. Um, so to your point, um, Chris, I, I, I agree, it's really cool to have someone who says, "Hey, non-alcoholic beverages aren't our thing." But we want to make sure that uh, there are other people who are accommodated. To the point of the the Finger Lakes wineries, um, there's no public transportation in the Finger Lakes. You got somebody who's driving, (laughs) most likely, Mm -hmm. if you're not in a limo or a tour or a bus tour or something. So at the very least, have something for your designated driver. You might have someone who's pregnant. You might have someone who's not drinking for religious reasons. All you got to do is just put something in the fridge and leave it there. Uh, and it's nice to be able to accommodate that. I was listening to that episode of you guys on connections and I was thinking the whole time, like, yes, all of the things that they're saying, but for NA beverages.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's the same thing. I mean, accommodating guests of all different kinds and, you know, something that Brian's done very well in many of his establishments is, you know, accommodating guests and making sure that you know, they're open to people showing up and also being, you know, generally decent people.
2: Right. Similar to, you know, like our conversation, like at at Playhouse, you know, we don't have a wide variety of options, but we found that it's not necessary. You know, the bar has a few of these uh, athletic uh, NA beers and our staff's able to whip up, you know, nine to 10 different mocktails based on your preference. And they're always willing to, you know, when I work at at Playhouse, um, one of the first things I do is, you know, find the nearest bartender and say, "Hey, can you make me something?" And it's always something that I would be thrilled to pay for and consider a mocktail mm. at a, at any restaurant. You That's know, it's, huge, it's that and and I
0: it's think. it's also when you don't get that withering look. Yeah, yeah. We, we've talked about those withering looks in many different industries in the past. Yeah, and it's it's not constructive. It's not it's not helping people feel welcomed at your establishment. Yeah, and well, why don't we dive in because we have a huge selection of things here. So we might take a couple breaks while we're tasting just because we've got a crazy amount of things. Um, I want to start off with one which is a palate cleanser and is my maybe my absolute favorite N.A. drink, which is a high-dissolved solid mineral water called Gerolsteiner. I believe it's German, and it has like the highest dissolved mineral salads in any mineral water I've I could find and like twice as much as like Pellegrino yeah like it's very minerally the most legal number of minerals <laughs> per
1: milliliter of drop of water
0: uh it's my absolute favorite because it's got body it's got actual flavor but it's not offensive in any way sure. and at, you can get it at Wegmans in glass bottles for under two bucks for a pretty decent sized bottle yeah, yeah. You feel fancy when you're drinking it, but it just tastes like really good
1: water. Super clean and crisp. Mm -hmm. There's a cool town um, near Colorado Springs, and I can't think of the name of it now. It starts with an M, that uh, they have 12 different wells around town, and each one is a mineral spring, and it's flowing, and you just walk up with a glass, and you can take a sip. But each one, I did every single one, and they are- Of course you (laughs) did. (laughs) <laughs> they are considerably different. Wow. Oh, yeah. I'd be uh, from, from pleasant to, oh, my God, no. Uh, I'd be curious to know how many minerals are in those water and how this compares to these. Yeah.
0: Well, it's like, it's like looking around if you go to the you know the Saratoga ones that right. just smell like eggs yeah, because they're totally. sulfury as all hell. You
1: owe your glass of
0: sulfur. <laughs>
2: Yeah, what's the deal with micro-bubbles? You know anything about micro-bubbles? Who doesn't like (laughs) micro-bubbles? I mean, what is that, Polar's thing?
0: Well, no, so Polar's actually, like, one of the most aggressively carbonated seltzers you can buy. I wouldn't even, like, when it comes to, like, what's the most spiky on the palate, Polar's right up there. Their carbonation is crazy high. This is much lower. This is smoother, softer. Uh, Polar's crazy carbonated. Yeah. It's like really aggressive. And it's that's not a bad thing. It's just a completely different texture in your right. mouth.
1: Yeah. Which yeah. is also impacted by the vehicle that it's in, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, as opposed to aluminum can or a plastic bottle. I usually go for the plastic bottle. It's not quite as abrasive. Spiky. Yeah.
0: Look at look at your flavor. Look at your flavor sheet I gave you.
1: <laughs> I don't see I don't I don't see spiky. Spiky. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, so this is, like I said, this is neutral. It's just really good. And sometimes you want, you know, obviously tap water is plenty good, especially if you're filtering it, but sometimes you want something with a little character. So that's my go-to. Now, the other carbonated one we have here, this is one you brought, Brian, right?
2: Yes. This is the Athletic Downwinder Goes. Okay. So, so this Hanging with the two of you, I, I I would guess that will be it'll be educational for me because I'm not I'm not one that can pick out a lot of subtleties in beverages. But on top of that, a lot of these NA things that are replicas or, or maybe trying to mimic uh, an alcoholic beverage I've never had, so mm. I, so I don't yeah. really know what a goes looks like or it smells like or tastes. Yeah, so, no,
1: I'm I'm in the same boat. <laughs> Um I like I said I got sober at a young age and it was uh at a time where uh a lot of things have actually come out since then. So so
0: were were you were you drinking fine spirits? Did you do you have a nice, no, you know, a I nice was, Lagavulin or a, or a Micters or I was drinking for effect, man. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was, uh, I mean, I i, I don't, I, I can talk about it. I was in my teens uh, mm. and I was, you know, getting high and drinking and partying. And like I said, drinking for a fact, I was a big fan of whiskey though. Um, but I mean, I never had a ghost. Yeah. I never <laughs> even heard of it.
2: Right. I, I had never had an IPA, as I mentioned earlier. Right. You know, I, I've worked, I've worked in bars and I've always smelled IPAs and I'm like, wow, those smell really funky. Yeah. And then when Athletic or Brewdog or whoever came out with an IPA NA and I tried it, I was like, oh, you know, and I have beer drinkers, they try it. And they're, like, yeah, it tastes pretty much spot on. So, and that's uh, that's
0: actually what I'd say about this. So yeah. gozes are it's kind of a perfect summer it's a perfect summer beer. So it should be light, a little bit just a touch of grain, a little bit of sour, often with coriander, um, as like an you know, an accent to the flavor. Yeah. Um Although this might not be the most complex, this is the sour's right there. Yeah. The sour level's that's perfect. That's about
2: that's about the level. Yeah, because it it's it's kind of sour. Yeah, I'd say <laughs> it's yeah. I'd say
0: it's pretty mainline for a So yeah. You can get them higher, or lower. Um, this is maybe middle plus sour for a goza, and it's. Very tasty. I would happily drink this, and to be honest, I probably will get some of this because I love the sour. Right. You know that uh, kettle style sour. It's
2: very tasty. So if you do like this, then I'll recommend something to you that I haven't found in stores yet. But you know, Athletic Brewing and BrewDog, in my opinion, when when NA started becoming popular, they they really kind of changed the game. They they these are two breweries that have. Multiple, multiple, multiple. Each one has five, six, seven, eight varieties of, of NA beers. And BrewDog has an amazing beer that I would say is kind of similar to this, called the Elvis. Elvis AF. And I think it's raspberry is kind of the 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 baseline. Makes note. sense. Yeah. And and it's it's similar. Maybe not as sour. Uh, you know, for me, this Goza is that mm-hmm. how it's pronounced? Mm-hmm. You know, I can do one. I can do one on a hot summer day, but I might be good for a week mm. after that. Whereas this raspberry, it, it was a little less sour, It was a little more neutral. It's something I was more interested in nightly or every other night.
0: Yeah, see, I've got a, I've got a, uh, a beer from uh, from Strange Bird. Um, Ian Atwood was over on uh, the previous episode to this one, and it was a passion fruit orange uh, guava sour, which is. Potently sour. Yeah. (laughs) Pog sour. Delightful. Um, So we've got one more in front of us right now, and this one is super intriguing. So by the way, you both have whiskey tasting glasses in front of you. Fantastic. So these are proper nosing glassware to concentrate the aromas. So these are Glencairns. I have a neat glass, which I've used in other competitions. By the way, last weekend I was doing a spirits judging competition where I had 60 samples over two days. So that was nine to five the first day and nine to two the second day. Wow. Um, so about 60 samples over the course of two days. Are you actually taking all of that
1: alcohol in? Very little. Uh, so you're so in- it's spitting back out.
0: Yeah, so okay. it's swirling, spitting, and then taking down a small amount, but... Um, proper glassware is important to concentrate the aromas and these are, those are meant for scotch originally, but they're good for most spirits. Right. So we're going to nose this and see what we can smell. <laughs> it's a very interesting <laughs> smell. It's, it's got a, <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> Tink. <laughs> so it has a very concentrated floral and apple-y kind of smell like an apple juice but a little bit concentrated floral to it.
1: Yeah, I definitely get some fruit out of this.
0: There's uh, a almost fake leather, like a leathery smell I to it. I get
2: that. I get spicy. Yeah, it's got
0: something spicy. there. Mm-hmm. Uh, am I wrong in uh, finding anise? No, I see why you're I see why you're saying that. I'm not sure I get anise, but it's that high there's a very high note. Yeah. That's There's like a spiky seed-like high note that I'm not sure how to define.
2: Yeah, I I get it now.
0: Yeah, it's got this this concentrated almost, not potpourri specifically, but that potpourri density of whatever that high note is. This is, by the way, this is the annoying pedantic tasting that I do all (laughs) the time. Mm, Very interesting. And I see what they did. Am I allowed to take a sip yet? Oh, yeah. All right.
1: I'm still nosing.
0: Oh, nosing takes like a few minutes sometimes. <laughs>
1: I'm so anxious to get through this list of
0: non-alcoholic beverages. <laughs> oh, that's very different. Yeah. Like that. I like the nose more than I like the palate.
2: I, I agree. Uh, on its own, I agree. Yeah. When, when I've mixed this even just with soda Ooh. water. Yeah. that I, can actually, then, then I kind of
0: enjoy it more. That's, so I'm, I'm going to do that. Uh, since it's I spicy. still have my glass, yes,
2: it is spicy.
0: Yeah, it has a different kind of spice though. It's like so. I think I would
1: probably enjoy this in the fall or a colder month. Yeah. Um, maybe even like, could you do this with mulled spices?
0: I would mix yeah, that with apple totally, cider. Yeah, Fantastic. totally. Yeah. Mix yeah, that with that's apple a cider. Great idea. That could actually be yeah. really good because the spice. You're right. That spice is almost like ginger spice. Yep. Um, I bet that would be really good with with apple or you do um even like you do like a sour style with citrus you can do a citrus and egg white you know and shake it i bet that would be really interesting
2: so i'm going to tell you what the bottle says Mm. okay for tasting notes yes these are the bottles tasting notes american oak sure madagascar vanilla that makes sense capsicum
0: fruit What's that? Pepper. <laughs> it's oh, a hot I pepper. Can some. Yeah. It's, so it's oh, a it's a typical red red spicy pepper, but not crazy. That's that makes sense with the spice. It's, yep. Sugar floss.
2: <laughs> Obviously, it's sweetened. You can taste yep. some sweetness
0: to it. Oh, it does work with with the soda water. Mesquite yeah. smoke. Okay, makes sense. I get
2: a little bit of smoke out of there. Warm caramel. Mm-hmm. Stone fruit. Black yeah. peppercorn. Yep. Prickly ash. Oh yeah, yeah, and toasted spices. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> prickly ash like is prickly the one ash? you landed on. <laughs> oh no, that makes complete <laughs> sense. So, by the way, if you don't recognize prickly ash as a anything a spice, it's Sichuan peppercorn. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. So, prickly ash is Sichuan peppercorn, which makes complete sense based on the profile because there is some citrus in there. And now that I know that they've they have some spice in there, they have Sichuan peppercorn. The profile makes a lot more sense. The vanilla concentration, yeah. um, whatever they did to quick age it on oak, because uh, they might have pressure aged it, they might have stave aged it. This the profile makes a ton of sense, and I think going with a fruity palette would actually be really good. Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I like it. I like it on its own. Mm. I, th- I think I enjoy it more. In a glass with ice and a little soda water, that's how I like yeah. it. Drinking it. agree completely, sure. But but I, I you know, first thing I do, I got two apple trees in my backyard and when they're ripe, I'm gonna I'm gonna make some cider with it. And yeah. Oh gonna, that's gonna be delightful. That sounds fantastic.
0: Oh. Well, I think we should grab our next ones because when I said we have a lot, we have a stack. This I'm is a complete scared. stack of
1: We're not gonna drink you under the table. <laughs>
0: I'm gonna say, both of you probably could have back in the day. So, <laughs> um, so let's um, let's take a oh hold on. if I can get it back into my computer technology, and we're gonna take a brief break, and we'll be right back. And just a reminder: the last one for this episode. To go to CurateMeals.com to buy your tickets for the August 18th event benefiting the Rochester Education Foundation. Again, curatemeals.com for what'll be a really fantastic meal. Hope you join us. And we're back with round two of N.A. Drink Tasting with the illustrious Chris Clemens and the notorious Brian Van Etten from any number of places, including Pizza Wizard and the Playhouse Swill Burger.
2: Yep. That was, yeah, that was, I dragged <laughs> that, that was one out. Awesome. I
0: dragged that out for no reason. <laughs> <was> um awesome. <laughs>
2: So, How
1: many NAs have you had already?
0: Oh boy, this is this is <laughs> going to be a long night and a long morning. Cutting you off.
2: <laughs> Clemens, you got a lot of like NA jokes. <laughs> you brought them all tonight.
0: I googled. He's he's got so so many dad jokes in front of him. <laughs> oh, so we've got three different uh things in front of us this time. So, first one is uh, this is one you brought Brian, right?
2: Uh, Chris Clemens brought oh. this one the day pack oh the day pack okay. I think that's what's in your hands right yeah I yeah. think so yeah so these are a product um
1: made by the athletic Brewing company which made that ghost that we drank in the first round okay uh so these are hop waters it's basically just sparkling water with hops but these also include a little bit of uh, flavor this one is it's a blood blood orange blood orange yeah, yeah. um of all the Top waters that I've tried this one is fantastic I could drink it
0: back to back I mean uh, multiple cans in a day these are great so it definitely does smell like you know some sort of orange I'm not sure how real the orange nose is but it smells good
1: yeah I think it's Subtle, and I'm good with that. A lot of the hops waters that I've had are not subtle. You uh, instantly taste, oh, my God, that's a lot of hops. Right. Or yeah, it's a little is... skunky, or right. yeah, it's yeah. too much of a fake flavor. I really like uh, 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 the whole line of the Daypack ones because they're it's subtle.
2: And what Daypack's going for here, if you look at their branding, they're going for... Um, People on the go, hiking, camping—they're not going right. for, uh, you know, sit down at a bar and discuss the tasting notes of their hop water. They're, they're going for people. This is a re- this is refreshment, simply right. pure refreshment and hydration. You, you know? really, you really struck me to the core there. <laughs> I just, you know, I don't want to overanalyze, um, you know, uh, a water 59 cent can of soda water here but uh it is pretty delicious 59 cent where do you get them that cheap i I know i know the distributors yeah (laughs) you know that chris
0: no that's pretty good the hops are very light the flavor is good um straightforward to the point no concerns delicious
2: i I love it i think it's to chris clements's point it's so refreshing and i could i could have two, three hot summer day, it's, it's refreshment, you know, and it's also hydration.
0: Yeah. Uh, Having that, you know, having that super chilled would be a delight. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so that one's really good. I might mix it with our, with our uh, next one. That's a good idea. So So the the next one we have
2: is, uh, this is the Liars Italian Spritz impossibly crafted non-alcoholic spirits. And my understanding is it's to mimic Aperol.
0: Yeah, and Aperol being a bitter liqueur um, that is, you know, it's not the crazy bitterest, but it has a little bit of citrus profile, so it's bitter and orange. It's a little softer, often used to make an Aperol spritz, which is Aperol mixed with a sparkling wine, usually a, you know, a, a cheap cava or something like that, and sometimes with bitters in it, depending on what you do, uh, and then a citrus, and that's very straightforward and delicious. Um kind of became super trendy, but this is definitely trying to do that. The color is very reminiscent of Aperol. Oh, yeah. This is red. It's It's a really
1: pretty color, actually.
0: And the nose actually smells very much like Aperol or Campari. That that citrus bitterness is very reminiscent.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of citrus in here. So to a point that Brian was talking about earlier... um, What's that? This is
0: fantastic. You
1: like that?
2: <laughs> this is, is that so exciting? good. No, no, it's it's so... Are you drinking it straight or with the soda water?
0: Uh, I will mix it, but I would drink it straight. Okay. Um, I would drink it in my fancy little aperitif glasses. Very nice. Um, this is really tasty. The bitterness is right there. Yeah. Um, I would want it a little bit more, but to be honest, like, this you is... like bold flavors. I do. This is... But it this is right there. It doesn't
1: matter if it's spice or salt or what it is. I know that you like...
0: Yeah, I like a problematic amount of just about everything. <laughs> um when idea. it comes to flavor. <laughs> this this is one of the if not the absolute best, any you know, replacement style thing I've tasted. This oh. is right on the nose. Awesome. I'm thrilled with how this tastes. Cool. And I wonder if this if you mix this with like seed lip green or yeah. something like that, that this would make a you know, you could do a Negroni style thing with this and that would be really delightful. Yeah. Mm.
2: What do you think, Chris?
1: I like it a lot. What, what I was thinking about mentioning earlier was the fact that in early recovery, and Brian, I know you and I have talked a little bit about this, um, I was always concerned, uh, not always um, just with the alcohol content, of anything that I was drinking, but the psychological trigger of something that I drank or used to get high, yeah. um, and, and um, you know, we were talking about the fact that some of these things we didn't drink before in the in the before days, yeah. right? <laughs> uh, so, like this one, I don't necessarily. Is that better? Oh, good catch. <laughs> oh,
0: I spilled all the water everywhere. Oh, my God. you cut off. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> so, like, I never had this before as something that I wanted to experience uh, a, a drunkenness from, an effect from. So I'm able to recognize this as uh, something that probably tastes like an alcohol uh, drink, but it. I don't feel triggered by this flavor. Yeah. it's great. Um, it's bold though. Yeah. It's a bold flavor.
2: Yeah. You know, to that point, and, and I do believe we had touched on this sometimes, you know, I know this, this, um, this whiskey drink right here, you know, it doesn't necessarily, especially to a whiskey drinker, smell or taste like whiskey. But when I pop the top of that, for the first time I took a whiff and I thought it, I mean, I was right back. Yeah. I, you know, and I, it's been 10 years. I don't smell a lot of whiskeys, uh, casually, you know, unless I'm forced to, if there's a spill somewhere. Um, but I was right back. You know, I was triggered for a second. I was like, Oh my God, this smells
0: exactly
2: like whiskey because I think it's probably the closest thing to whiskey I've smelled. Sure. In 10 years. Um, Purposefully and physiologically, your body like changes. Yes, it definitely does. My, my cheeks got a little red. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I get a little warm. You <laughs> right. know, um, I remember one time I was at the revelry and they accidentally served me a cider that had some spirits in it and yeah. it touched my tongue and my ears turned bright red because I knew, you know, that there was alcohol in this and I, I didn't swallow. But but even spitting it out, my ears turn bright red instantly. Yeah. Cause I cause those things can have that effect on me, you know. Um, but the whiskey drink, sometimes I have to watch myself because to me it still is pretty similar. The, the maybe it's maybe it's like on the throat. It has a little heat to it. Yeah, that so fire
0: part. Yeah, I, I,
2: I have the te- a tendency to like uh, you know maybe pour a little too much. You know <laughs> or, or you know and. I don't I don't know. Yeah, yeah some, man,
1: I'm I'm not laughing at you. Yeah. I'm laughing totally because I can recognize the a little bit of insanity yes, that right. goes along with right. it. It's and in many ways, it's insanity. I believe
2: what I what I referenced before when we were talking at Pizza Wizard was uh, sometimes so they have a lot of NA wines and okay. um, sparkling um, champagne type NA things, yeah, you sure. know? And that th- that makes perfect sense, right? Grapes, you know? So the uh, the bad habits i saw my i get into a lot when i drink the na wines because I, you know, I I was a wine drinker. I was a trash wine drinker. You know, I, I didn't drink wine for flavor. Yeah. I, I drank wine and vodka, you know, and it was for effect to Chris's to what yeah. Chris said earlier. But I'll open up one of these NA wines and the first thing I'll do is just kick it back. <laughs>
1: you know I'm From like, the bottle. <laughs> what am I doing here?
2: You know, why am I doing that? This is not meant to be enjoyed that way. Um, I don't really have that with with the beers. I don't find myself going for a second. Yeah. You know, it's just one does the trick and yep and and with this this italian spritz it's similar you know I, it's it's unique on its own it doesn't bring me anywhere that i don't want to be you know and so so to your point i can i can similarly kind of uh, appreciate it for what it is and and not necessarily have any bad memories
0: yeah i have to imagine because this is so this is likely so disparate from what you may have tasted during that time period because this <laughs> yes. is like this is very this is very like, you know, modern craft cocktail making ingredient. Yeah, sure, yeah. Cool. Unless you are an old Italian man, like otherwise this is this only came into vogue, you know, 10-15 years ago with places here in Rochester and you wouldn't have even seen this. Um you wouldn't have seen it in the old days of restaurants at all. Yeah. Uh, cuz it was, you know, nobody made negronis, nobody made those kind of things. Right. Um but yeah, this this does exactly what it says it does, but I could you know, from a personal level, I could see why that would make sense. Same reason why, you know, sometimes I eat, you know, the fake meat products. You know, sometimes I want to go for that. But often now I I go for, you know, intense vegetables, intense other things.
2: L- let me ask you a question about fake meat products real yes, quick.
0: Sir. I saw something
2: the other day. Ooh. <laughs> okay. My, <laughs> you know one, my, what I saw the other my, day? My wife saw something. There's a... We were talking about a barbecue joint in Lima. I moved out to Lima. Um, there's another barbecue joint a little bit further south. Um, it's called Three Legged Pig or something like that. You, mm-hmm. you heard Chris of it? and I it? have gone there together. Yeah, we did. Okay, they're offering something it's called Lakeville Pulled Oats, and it's a it's a pulled pork. Okay, and it's it's from
0: Finland. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sounds crazy. That is a wild idea. I've never thought of that as a conceptual smoked thing. Pulled oats. S- huh. So do
2: they smoke the oats? I, I don't know. I and then she slather saw it them online. with barbecue. She. I, it looks. I, I would assume they open the bag and dump it in sauce. <laughs> but but I, I don't work there. You know.
0: <laughs> Chris, we're you know we're going right. You know we have to do this. Pulled I don't oats. know if I want to go back there with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fair. Um, was it bad? What, I, I, what was, was, what? I?
1: I felt it was fine. Yeah. Um. And I've been there multiple times. But well, why Any don't you want to go back with him? Fine. Is my question.
0: <laughs> you didn't so, say you don't want to go back. So Chris, Chris and I have dined together many times, <laughs> and um, we've we we've consumed food together. We have, and, and in you know many different kinds of places. Yeah. Often on road trips and other things. We see the world somewhat differently when it comes to food. Yeah. I'm a pedantic nerd mm. that wants things done specifically well, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. So you're my, picky. My tolerance for things being done incorrectly is pretty low. Gotcha. And whereas I, my
1: interpretation of incorrect is different. Yeah. Because I don't necessarily feel that something is incorrect. It just might be different and also maybe not how I like it, but I'm going to eat it anyway.
0: But also sometimes, so my <laughs> my interpretation of those things is very, I mean, Brian and I have had many conversations about quality and other sure. things and it's, it's difficult to get away from my understanding. What, why aren't you doing better? Like, and I understand that sometimes better is exceedingly <sighs> difficult and costly with dollars and hours. And I'm not trying to judge it on something that it couldn't or shouldn't be because it's not fair to say, oh, you're not, let's say, Aaron Franklin or whoever. Yep. And you're doing this and you're you're the best in the country. I'm not expecting it to be that necessarily. When it comes to that, I just expect it to be to pay attention to what you're doing. And uh, I'll bring it back to the spirits judging. We we tasted some things over the weekend, where my, the, they actually get the notes that you write, and you're, you're trying not to be hyperbolic or angry about things, but there was, there was at least a couple things where the honest note was you you should compare this to other things in its class, and look into what you believe quality is, and that that's really what I get down to is like. If you honestly think this is the best you can do with what you're doing, oh, okay, that's fine. But I don't understand how you would. Again, I don't want to pick on that place specifically, but this is we've done this with many different places many times over the years. Yeah. Um, But whereas
1: I don't uh, often feel as though I am judging food I'm going to eat, and I'm like, yeah, this is good, or (laughs) "Eh, not the best, or. I mean, we went to one barbecue place and we, let's not say the name out loud. Yeah. It was terrible. Yeah. Uh, And that's different. I mean, it was like, it was not
0: edible. This, this, that place was not bad. And, you know, I had specific things that I was, you know, talking about. But yeah, we've been to some truly awful places. Um, (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um, But we've also been to some places, uh, in fairness to anyone who is listening, we are not curmudgeonly. We've been to some really great places, too. Exceptional places.
0: And, I don't know, It's sometimes it's hard for me to turn that side of things right. off and yeah. not analyze, I mean, you've heard me talking, tasting notes on all these things. Right. By the way, I'm getting some cinnamon on this too. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, but it's it's hard to turn off sometimes because I'm like, and I, I think it's partially because I really want everybody to do super well. I want everybody to be great, and when they're not, i just like, why, why aren't you doing better? <laughs> 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 that's, I think it's really what it is. I really hope everybody does great and makes amazing food. <laughs> and I I just I get really disappointed, I guess. Uh,
2: that's really, I don't know. That's really sad. He does. It is. He, he does.
0: You know. I'm not angry. I'm just I'm like it's just I, that's but, the part that gets me. And and
1: not to keep going on about this. <laughs> there have been times when I've seen you decide before you've even tried it. Yeah. That you're like, I know how this was made. And it's garbage.
0: Yeah. That's I'm true. Like, Man, at least at least try a little. When I do, and then I'm Close proved your correct. Eyes.
2: <laughs> well, they're doing pulled oats now. i no and it's, not, a, it's from Finland.
0: And not and again, this isn't focused on that place. Yeah, that yeah, we, sure, it was, I know, it was right, one right, specific yeah. meal. Right. But like, yeah, I'll, I'll go back and try that. Yeah. I'm excited to it try sounds it. Sounds cool. Because it sounds really interesting. Yeah. Um I don't know. It's it's you know, we've had these conversations before just it's it's hard not to analyze sometimes. I'm sure you get into that mode occasionally. You
2: know, I honestly not too much. Or if I do, it's it's not analyzing a restaurant. Um, and and how I analyze it rarely ends in disappointment. I, I okay. think I'm probably more like Chris Clemens in that that you know some food is good, some food is bad, some food is is trash. You know. It all doesn't have to be perfect for me. Like, I'm the type of person working in the restaurant and industry. If I go out to eat, you know, or if someone makes me food, I'm just thrilled. I'm just <laughs> no, thrilled. I'm just, You I'm just didn't really have happy. to make You're it. Not, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know?
0: It's fair. And it's it's difficult. It's yeah. hard for me to turn off.
2: Yeah. So, like, there's a place near me, that small town I moved to, that, you know, it's it's not that great. But I still go every week. Because it's it's what we have, you know, and that's also yeah. you know sometimes you go to these smaller towns and and it's not you know five star barbecue or whatnot, but it's what they have. Yeah, you know, it's what the talent level. You they gotta roll have, with it. You know, so sometimes you just yeah you roll with it.
0: Yeah, and that's that's fair, and it's learning to balance all those things. I've. Balance in my life is not something I'm awesome at. Sure. And we're we're talking about balance today in different ways in life. And it's we're not good at it either. That's why we're in recovery. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, so I need to be a recovering taste nerd. Is that what I need Maybe, to do? We might need <laughs> yeah. to. We might
2: need to take you on a detox.
1: <laughs> I've always said that balance is the thing that I recognize as the point that I just passed when I'm on my way to the other extreme. Like it'll be like, oh yeah, a couple months ago, I think I was like happy. Like, that must have been balance. That was weird. Yeah, and then I'm like, all right, now I need to go back in that other direction and, like, pursue what I was doing then, and then I end up, like, passing the balance point again.
0: So speaking of balance, let's talk about this one that you brought.
1: Yeah, this is a uh, Sundry. Is that the brand?
0: Uh, So it's Suntory. Suntory, Um, thank you. So Suntory, just as a background to anybody, um, Suntory, you might not know the brand, I don't. but Suntory is, uh, owns, it's the biggest distilling company in Japan. Oh. And they bought Jim Beam. Oh, so So okay. it's now Beam Suntory is the company. Wow. Gotcha. And they make some of some of the most amazing, you know, Japanese whiskeys and combine with uh, what Jim Beam does and many different uh, collaborations and things like that. Okay. So I would assume it's the same yeah, um, I'm sure it is because this is Japanese. Probably um, um
1: I don't know, 2 months ago I clicked on an ad somewhere on Instagram for like Ritual Proof or one of those and now everywhere on every platform I have ads um all all the time uh for some sort of non-alcoholic thing. And I saw this come up on one of the ads and I saw it on Amazon and I thought, sure. So I didn't do any research. I just purchased it. And it turns out I actually really like it. This is 100% zero proof alcohol as opposed to like the athletic brewing and some of the other ones are 0.05. Uh, in terms of my sobriety, I don't feel like that 0.05 impacts me. Um, but yeah, the I was fact gonna that ask, this is 0% is in,
0: intriguing. Yeah, I was going to ask like how, how does that – when we're talking about balance, how does that balance work with things like not just this but with – let's say a, a locally made kombucha which is not a hundred percent proofed out like some of the large commercial brands how, how does that strike you and I know that's a that's everybody has their own opinion on these things
2: yeah I mean I it's obviously personal to everybody yeah. uh you know when drinking these things it's it's not drinking for effect you know like yeah um, I don't know how many of these you'd have to drink to really feel much of an effect. I don't. I don't feel anything uh, no. uh, uh, that any of the ways that alcohol made me feel. You know, it's 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 the flavor that I. Some of these flavors that I've missed. Uh, why I drink them, and um, sometimes to what Chris brought up earlier, it, it's nice to. You know, try new things, and everyone else has got something cool. And although, <laughs> although you're, you, you know, I, I never really felt like I was missing out. But when these options came, came open, it was like, why the hell not? Ooh, what's that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds really cool. And and it did bring back, you know, one of the one of the hardest things for me getting sober. It was just this mental thing, right? It was, well, what am I gonna do? Right. If I don't drink, what will I do? Yeah. You know, because that's what I do. And, you know, how will I? talk to anybody how yeah. will I go to a room with more than one other person and, and just have a conversation <laughs> you just don't feel like it's possible without drinking and and sometimes you know it's it's a point of conversation it you know I don't want to say it loosens you up because it really doesn't physically but maybe mentally a little bit you know yeah. so I think for me uh, it really
1: um, depends on my intent and what I'm trying to do here. Uh, if I'm trying to drink an N.A. beer for the purposes of feeling the way that I felt um, when I was actively drinking and drugging, um, that's probably a bad idea. Uh, yeah. When I first got sober, I 100% put zero alcohol in my body. I wouldn't do cold medicine. I wouldn't do anything. 100% nothing. And, uh, and over the last couple decades, I feel like I've gotten to a place where Uh, emotionally and mentally, even though I'm probably still a bit stunted. uh, Emotionally, (laughs) uh, I feel like I'm in a much different place than I was when I got sober uh, 25 years ago. Uh, And at this point, the reason that I want to experience this is because I'm interested in new flavors and food and uh, the background and how all these things go together. And I don't feel like I'm getting one over on sobriety. Like I'm getting a little bit of alcohol in me. Yeah. Uh, And I, I don't feel that way. I don't know that I'd recommend NA beers to somebody like in their first year of recovery. Right now. I, I I feel like you need to completely wipe alcohol from your mind and not have that obsession. Um, And an N a beer is going to allow you to continue to uh, uh, curate that obsession uh, a little bit yeah um, so that's where I'm at at this point
0: in my life but uh, that, that may change no, that's, in- that's interesting and um, yeah because it's you know we're talking about a lot of you know there's a lot of personal decisions when it comes to this stuff and obviously the people that tend to make this decision hopefully you're making it because they want to be better they want to you know live the life they want to live so yeah. um, speaking of living the life you want to live <laughs> Oh, that was a really bad transition. <laughs> um, let's talk about this this Suntory product. It's really interesting. You like it? Um, it's aggressively bitter. I think it's mm-hmm. disgusting, Chris Clemens. You don't like it. <laughs> it's completely <laughs> it's <fair>. awful.
1: <laughs> it's, so do you uh how close do you feel this is to the Jenny NA?
2: Um so Because this it remind it reminds me a little bit of that one. It reminds me of that one in terms of how watery. I think yeah. it's. I think it's really light. Yep. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, totally. Is. The Jenny N A to me, ha, you know, I don't know if it's the hops or whatnot, but it just tastes more like beer. Where this, I I don't, I don't know what what this is. I've never never <laughs>
0: tasted this before. This reminds me. So that malt flavor with that aggressive bitterness. This is this is the one that tastes to me most like, you know, like. Beer, beer, beer. This, yeah, this. I feel like this is what I remember. Gotcha.
1: Um, It's yeah, it's aggressively. Maybe that's why I like it. It's it's not like the ghost was really interesting and complex and flavorful and like, oh my gosh, this is interesting. This um, to me feels like being at a concert <laughs> yeah, and does. what i would smell like when someone <laughs> spills something on me uh-huh. it,
0: yeah. it, it I, tastes I, like bad beer is I'm what i'm seeing like.
2: <laughs> i'm seeing it maybe, now maybe, and, yeah. maybe. and, and I'm, I'm starting to turn around <laughs> i kind of like it now <laughs> because of that concert <laughs> <laughs> you're no i'm not it's, even
1: kidding we're at, you at know? a queens of the stone age show <laughs> yes and somebody walks by and accidentally bumps them, and you go home smelling like this. This
2: is what your your shirt smells like the next day. Exactly. You know?
1: And yeah, again, like I don't think this is complex or interesting or award-winning, but it, in terms of being a simple N.A. beer, right. no frills, nothing else, that's all it is.
0: It is definitively that. Yeah. yeah. So, so far, my favorite by far is the Italian bitter Um, And then I think the Goza is my second favorite that we've tried so far. Because those are, to me, they're the most reminiscent of the actual products. And Other other than the Gerald Steiner, which will probably be my favorite thing overall just because I I love it so much. See? You've already decided. (laughs) That's so Chris Lindstrom of you. Uh, Well, if nothing else, I am consistent in my... (laughs) So we're going to take another brief break, and we'll be back with what may be our last round of tasting with some very interesting products coming up. All right, we're coming down the home stretch of our N.A. Beverage Tasting with Chris Clemens and Brian Vatneton. Chris Clements from exploringupstate.com as well as your fantastic social media presence which <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> I know uh, you're thanks
1: cuz I don't know I don't feel like it's fantastic.
0: Oh you you're doing you're doing a little bit here and there but
1: yeah I dropped off a lot last year yeah. um, and uh, I I one day I thought I'm like you know what, what, what would happen <laughs> if I didn't use social media for like a week and then eight months later, I'm like, maybe I can get back on.
0: Well, I mean, that to be honest, that's what happened with me in recording the podcast. I took you know most of a year off just yeah. because it was, I, I didn't have it in me to. Covid you know, was
1: a weird year, man.
0: Yeah, not great, right? Yeah,
1: it was weird how it like <laughs> took creativity and like maybe it, I don't know. I was gonna say it killed it, but it sounds really insensitive. Yeah. Uh, it destroyed
0: my creativity well and there's there's a lot of that stuff and it was you know it was challenging when it comes to like how how can you be how can you be excited when everything's terrible how can you be how can you do all this all the stuff we really enjoy doing you know having people over talking about you know interesting places and beverages and food or whatever when you're like oh i'm just trying to survive today totally
1: (laughs) yeah or you've got news that they're like it's up 10% today and 13 more people have died. I'm like, "Look at this
0: cool beverage yeah. from the Finger Lakes." <laughs> it just didn't
1: feel right, man.
0: So, yeah, Brian, how's things? <laughs> 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 yeah, we 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 decided to bring that down. We did a good job there. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's 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 nice to for me at this point, I'm it's I don't want to forget. But at the same time, I'm excited to move forward and try to be a better version of myself Mm -hmm. than I was over that time. And hopefully a better version than I was before. And that's the best I can do. And if I'm enjoying doing this, then I'm going to keep doing it. if I don't, I won't. Yeah. Because what what else are you going to do? Right. So speaking of enjoying things... Chris, why don't you... I'm really a master of terrible transitions I think this they've episode. been pretty good tonight. Yeah, no, i got to be think honest. You're, do, you're doing good with the transitions.
2: <laughs> I was just thinking that you've been doing a great job just with the transitions. Just kind of jamming it into <laughs> the
0: transitions. Just right from first gear to third gear. <laughs> uh, so, Chris, you brought... You have a couple different Finger Wakes products. Yeah, what are you... Which one are you holding? Uh, I've got the... Uh, the I think this is the grape juice.
1: Yeah. So, uh, good mutual friend of ours, Michael Warren Thomas... Uh, turned me on to this idea years ago.
2: Yeah, Ooh, I like. I I've think seen that's fantastic. That's really Brian nodding. That's fantastic. Listen, I've got a two-year-old at home, and there's some grape juice at home, but it's not like this. Yeah, oh. no, you know, it's probably and, and Concord. It's 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 just what I've you know. It's Mott's. Let's yep. let me just put it out there. Mm-hmm. It's Mott's grape juice. Yeah, but uh, I, I'm used to that, and I this is this
1: is absolutely exciting, isn't it? So this is a rosé. Okay, Rosette.
0: Rosé. Rosette. As a rosette. I don't know. What, what's the... Can <laughs> I take a look? Um, from
1: Fulkerson Winery. So I was going to mention Michael Warren Thomas. Years ago, when I was looking into the N.A. beverage stuff, Michael goes, you know what you should do? And because he did it. Uh, Fulkerson Winery down on Route 14, just north of Watkins Glen, they're a vineyard and a winery. So they grow many different grapes and press them and make wine. And then they also sell some of that pressed grape juice to other winemakers. So if you're a local person, want to make wine at your house, you grab a jug and you go over and you grab whatever grape they just pressed. And it's uh, it's filtered but uh, there's nothing in it, so there's no preservatives. It's not processed in any way other than the fact that it's been pressed. So if you let it sit for a week, uh, it starts to turn. Uh, so I go down there every year and I look at their list based on when they're um, based on when they're picking, and I grab different grape juices. I get Diamond, Niagara, all these really interesting, cool, different grape juices, and I freeze them, and then I got fresh grape juice all year round. But Last year, actually, Michael and I were driving and we started seeing these little bottles. What are these like eight ounce, six-ounce mm-hmm. bottles, uh in different places around the finger lakes? And it turns out Fulkerson caught on and now they are bottling many of their grape juices and selling them all over the place.
2: Yeah, this, this is absolutely dynamite. I <laughs> like this is isn't the this one, cool the, the top thing I've tasted. I, I love it.
1: I'm excited. Yeah. So they've probably got 10 or 11 different grape juices. Like I said, you can get Riesling. Uh, con- they do have
0: Concord. Um, all kinds of different. You, Which is what most people think of when they think of grape juice. They think of Concord grape juice or some sort of white grape juice. You know, Concord's the big, huge grape jelly-like yep. juice flavor. Yeah. Yeah. And Which actually,
1: is- we all know, we all know that Welch's is from Western New York, right? Mm-hmm. Over not where from where you grew up. Yeah, in that same uh, area. Yeah, so that's all. Those are all Concord grapes, all up and down uh, Route ninety there. A lot of the Concord grape juice that we drink from Welch's is grown there. Some of it, I think, they source from other parts in the Finger Lakes and other spots. But, um, but yeah, Concord grape juice is good. Yeah. But this is really interesting.
2: Yeah, it's just beautiful.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit dynamic. It's yeah. got some got body to it. It's got a little bit of richness yep. to it that isn't that like density of grape jelly, but mm-hmm. it's got a little bit of dynamic. It's not crazy acidic or anything, but really tasty.
1: It's sweet. It, it is. is. It is. It, I've I've cut it, this on occasion. Yeah, with it, uh, with a mineral water or something. Yeah,
2: mm. I mean, I, I, as a, as a treat on its own, but you know, cutting it with soda water, ice, whatever. Mm-hmm. I, that's fantastic.
1: That
0: yeah. is delicious.
1: Good. I'm glad you like this, man.
0: Yeah, I'm glad you brought this because I think I think we had tried a couple before, but I think it was a little bit more intense. This one's very balanced. Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah, so I don't know if this is the same thing as drinking a non-alcoholic wine, um, but you're drinking the grape that would be made into the wine in its purest form. Yeah. Although this, so these, they are um, uh, processing because it's being sold as a product that you're supposed to— um, drink. So it's a little different than buying it the same way that you would if you were gonna make wine from it. But still it's great.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So the other one that you brought from the Finger Lakes is something definitely on the other side of because that one was balanced and soft, sweet really pleasant what we have here is something completely counter to that
1: it is and this is also one of my favorite things i actually swung by and bottle bottled this on saturday because i was out and i knew we were going to be doing this this is from the finger lake cider house which is an in inner and on uh, route 89 it's about halfway down the west side of cayuga lake Uh, and it's, they, they make hard cider, uh, but they grow everything on site. So it's very farm to table cider operation. It's a really great operation. And they do a number of different non-alcoholic things. One of them is, I was mentioning, um, dancing bear, uh, which is their, um, uh, like a ginger beer version, uh, which I almost brought, but I figured we got enough things. So anyway, this is their shrub and, uh, they were one of the first people in the Finger Lakes to start making shrubs locally. And now you can find three or four different places that are making them. There might even be a place called Finger Lakes Shrub or shrubbery or something that they've got a a long line, but this is their blueberry lavender shrub, which we're drinking straight. Um, I often, if I'm going to make a a full glass, I'll cut this with a sparkling water. Uh, Some of their uh, shrubs are really good as like a, um, a salad dressing they've got a strawberry peppercorn shrub oh sure that i like as a salad dressing
0: so you can do a lot of different things with it but drinking it's damn good this is exceptional this is
2: so good (laughs)
0: Yeah, it's really delicious and you know i think the most intriguing part is like it's obviously used real lavender yeah it's obviously used real blueberries because the lavender is so expressive but not in any bad way this is this is perfectly made
2: yeah
1: I'm guessing it's blueberries and lavender that they grew on site, right in the Finger Lakes.
2: Yeah, tasting it on its own is fantastic, but I, you know, you obviously wouldn't drink a handful of ounces of this on its own because <laughs> right. it's sharp. It you is. know, it's vinegary. But you know, when you said dressing, I would never have thought of that. You know, but now yeah, that you say it, yeah, yeah, just. You know, buzz in some little canola, a little olive oil, and and you've got a really nice salad dressing.
0: I mean, this would be delicious on a fresh green salad, you know, a spring salad.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, this would be amazing.
2: Mm. Yeah, fantastic. I'm
0: excited
1: you guys like this. These are
2: both fantastic. So they
1: also make a switchel, which you don't find too many places. Uh, It's very similar, also very um, vinegary. they were out of that on Saturday, so What's, I couldn't bring it. Do you, do you it.
0: recall what the difference is between the switchel and the
1: the ginger bear?
0: No, or so the, the switchel. Bear?
1: I keep calling it something different, don't I? So
0: yeah, it's this. <laughs> well, switchels and shrubs. I just don't remember what the difference is.
1: Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, sorry.
0: Yeah. Sorry, and uh, also if you're hearing the if you're hearing the rain and the thunder, um, we are. <laughs> We are now in a downpour here in uh, just outside the North Witten village. Yeah. Um, No, that's so phenomenal. Now that I'm thinking about it,
1: I think shrubs are typically fruity. So they have some sort of fruit in them, whereas a switchel doesn't. Okay. Um,
0: That makes sense. I I am
1: certain that there is more to that history of both of those drinks than I'm including, but
0: uh, all the shrubs have a, a, a fruit. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um. Yeah, and this is this is fascinating and something I would happily use in many different things. Mm-hmm. It'd be great in a great in alcohol cocktail, great, you know, mixed with just sparkling or hell, you could use this culinarily very easily. Yeah. Really enjoyable. Glad so you
1: guys like it. They do sell their ginger bear at Lori's. Um, you can buy that at Lori's. But you can only
2: Foods. find this shrub on site
0: at yeah. The, yeah. yeah, no one's carrying it locally that I know of. So we're finishing off with something that I bought at the public market. So something I hadn't tried before, cause I've had, had shrubs, I've had grape juice, both great versions. This is something I'd never tried, which is called Chaga mushroom tea. I probably end up doing a, um, probably end up doing like a YouTube video on this cause the, uh, uh person who was uh, selling it at the public market, I uh, was nice enough to give me a bottle because I tasted it. And I thought it was fascinating. Um, it looks like it's called life itself. I'm not 100 percent sure on that, but it's a it's that tree fungus that grows on trees, and you cook it into a tea, and it is very different smelling. Yeah, it is. So yeah. to me, this one smells like vanilla extract with like um, with a little bit of soy sauce and uh, molasses. So it's, it's also got that color. Yeah, it's very For dark.
1: People listening, it's really really rich dark color.
0: Yeah, and it's it's a very different aroma. I kind of like it. It's it's supposed like people use it as like a coffee substitute, so yeah. it's non-caffeinated and supposed to like energize you if you want to be energized. I think
2: that's where I've heard of it before is a coffee substitute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: And it's they they use a lot of terms on there that I'm not sure I 100% believe in. Like like, you know, health. Adaptive, like health. Adapt, like health. Uh, health. It just says, <laughs> bottle the side of the bottle, health. <laughs> I don't buy it.
1: <laughs> Not FDA approved, but health.
0: Yeah. <laughs> just health. Um, it says like adaptogenic, which to them means like if you want to calm down, it helps you calm down. If you want to be energized, it helps you be energized, which Come sounds on. like nonsense. It does both. <laughs> if you do anything you want. Right. You want to fly? <laughs> you want to fly? <laughs> health. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I,
1: I I I got a bit of a problem with products that say they do both things that are the opposite.
0: Yes. Um, but what I can say is I actually enjoy the taste of it. Yeah. I find it pretty pleasant. That's I feel neutral. I feel good when I when I've drank it. I don't I'm not saying there's like, oh, this is my health benefit. I, I, I find it enjoyable and I'm not sure I drink it every day. Right. I prefer coffee. Sure. Um, but sometimes this is something nice to drink at the end of the day. It's a little bit different, um, has some dark flavors, but really it's, it's a vanilla bomb. It's just huge vanilla extract to me. Um,
1: I totally get the parallels to the flavor of coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very obvious to a, a, a lighter roast. Um, I'd say lightly brewed coffee.
0: Yeah and not particularly dynamic but you know yeah, what sure. enjoyable right is it the shrub we just tasted no it is not <laughs> like that shrub was explosive and herbal and you know fruity and the wine the, the wine grapes uh, from Fulkerson were delightful mm-hmm. and guys we ended up with a really good tasting of nine different NA things that were vastly different yeah. from one another so out of the ones we tasted what was so brian what was your favorite out of the group i mean this is a wide range of tasting yeah things.
2: wide range but i would say it, i would say the fulkerson that fulkerson Damn, grape yeah? juice i just thought was perfect it truly was and, and but I'm it was so di- excited it was different and unique you know it's not like any grape juice i've ever had because to your, what you said uh i probably just drank concord grape juice right. yeah mass manufactured right and it likely pumped with additional sugar Yep. and this is just you know it's hard to describe uh, it's obviously grapes but it's it's it's, it's not mods yeah and that's yeah. a good thing
0: <laughs> no and re- really good Chris what's your what's your favorite there can I see a list oh of what we <laughs> I didn't type anything down yet so what we did have I, we had I, so we had the Goza. You're right, we had the from athletic Brewing yep Goza from athletic we had the uh, ritual whiskey. We had Gerald Steiner Mineral Water. Mm -hmm. We had the um, Suntory Malt Beverage. We had Daypack Blood Orange. We had the Italian Bitter Style. Yes. um, And then finished off with the Fulkerson, the shrub from from the Cider House, and the Chaga Mushroom Tea. For an everyday, I could drink this every single
1: day drink. I think it's probably the Daypack. Um, That's fair. I think I could have that every single day and not get sick of it. Uh, but if I if we were hosting like a really fun dinner and I wanted to do something special and make like a, a mocktail for a guest that didn't drink, I, I think I'd probably go with the shrub and mix it with a couple things. Um, I've, I've uh, thrown in like frozen blueberries in there and made like a mocktail out of it. Um, I think that might be be my favorite. Yeah, I can't. For something. It's,
0: I mean, it's explosive, and yeah. those the herbal is really well-balanced. It, it's really hard for me because I think I love that Italian bitter. I think it's expertly made. It's really close between that and the shrub for me because that shrub, you know, it's a local product, and it's done with obviously fresh ingredients and everything else. Mm-hmm. They're neck and neck for me because that, I would happily use either of those in any kind of drink, mocktail or not. Yeah. Um one in one A, I'm I, I think I'm gonna go with the bitter Italian because I love bitter drinks. But that shrub is excellent. Um that that profile is really fantastic. Yeah. And guys, I'm really glad you brought these cool things over to taste. This was yeah. Thanks for having us. Both enlightening and you know (laughs) (laughs) non-intoxifying and a lot Um, of
1: fun it's very cool to be with you guys after so long of not connecting with people and yeah re-entering the world
0: absolutely and thanks for bringing us uh bringing us together i know you guys were talking about this for a while but we have um, we've
1: uh, brian and i've been trading things here and there uh, uh, over the last yeah over the last month hey look what i
2: got (laughs) Yeah, it all started. I, I told Chris Clemens, uh, you know, he's responsible. He owes me about 250 bucks at this point because he, he just posts things and says, "Hey, have you seen this? Oh, I better order a case." <laughs> you know, I think it was I think it was 7 days. I had spent about $125 just based off of what Chris told me I had to get.
0: Sounds about right.
2: <laughs> all worth it though.
0: Yeah. So, um, Mr. Clemens, where if people want to uh, yell at you for your N.A. beverages and tell you that we should have tasted this, this, and this, where should they yell at you? Uh, you could yell at me on the
1: internet. Uh, on Instagram, it's Upstate, And I think that's the same thing on Twitter. Facebook, it's Exploring Upstate. Awesome. Find me there.
0: And Mr. Vanett where can people find your delightful food? You can visit us at the
2: Playhouse and Swill Burger. Uh, arcade games are up and running. And uh, you can see me at the Pizza Wizard. And if you want you can leave me a Yelp review. <laughs> you know, if you don't like if you don't like my tasting notes, leave a Yelp review. Yeah, it so- <laughs> you know? sounds about right. <laughs>
0: okay. And you can find me at Stromi on Twitter and Instagram, Food About Town on Facebook, and you can also find me curatemeals.com if you want to get a mystery meal delivered to you or pick it up at the Historic German House in the South Wedge. So, Both Chris and Brian, thanks for coming over. And this has been another episode of the Food About Town podcast.